Hello, I'm Steve, the retired criminal investigator with the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, the Federal Law Enforcement Agency of the United States Air Force. I'm Hannah, the amateur true crime enthusiast. I've been fascinated with my dad's job, and I love starting conversations with him to learn more. Join us each week as we share these conversations with you and discuss a real criminal case that piques our interest. Hello. Welcome back, archivists. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good. Why do you laugh when I say that? (laughs) Because your ass has been here for four days. You know that. (laughs) I honestly don't know why we started this podcast, guys. (laughs) He's so annoying. (laughs) Anywho, so today we are doing another bank robbery, like I mentioned in the previous bank robbery episode. Um, And this is the episode that I told you guys to tune into because I have some statistics to talk about. Some fun facts. Okay, cool. So, did you know that bank robberies are only 2.1% of all robberies that take place? That sounds about right. I mean, they're not that popular. Yeah, I think in recent years especially, Mm -hmm. you don't really hear much. Well, you know... Technology, the video camera and everything, it's, you know, yeah, it's <laughs> likely you'll get caught. Um, in 1934, according to FBI.gov, it became a federal crime to rob any national bank or state member bank of the Federal Reserve. So it gives uh, FBI the jurisdiction, mm-hmm. which is cool. I don't know. I, 1934 still seems pretty not that long ago, I guess. Right. According to that same website from the FBI, the statistics from 2003, because what we're talking about today took place in 2003 specifically. It was between 1998 and 2003, but like the main points that we're talking about was 2003. So the statistics from 2003 was that there were 6,530 robberies from commercial banks, 500 from credit unions. 186 from Mutual Savings, 226 from Savings and Loans Associates, and 23 from Armored Carrier Companies. Altogether in 2003, that would be 7,465 robberies with $72,816,641 in cash stolen and $77,096,415 in in total with everything else like food stamps, checks, and other properties, which I didn't know you could get food stamps from banks or like could yeah, at the uh, time. Well, maybe that's where you went and picked it up or something. Maybe. I, I don't know. But that's not the case anymore. I don't think. Right. I thought it got, no, I thought I, it's like a card that gets card. mailed to you. Yeah, yeah, probably. So that, that was interesting. I didn't realize that was a part of what banks would uh, hold at the time. And then to me, another interesting statistic is that 524 of those robberies were committed by women. To which I said, we never hear about women bank robbers, really. No. Typically, do you have, I mean, do you have any famous cases? I didn't specifically go down that rabbit hill while I was researching this, because this is a male (laughs) that we're speaking of. Yeah. But that I I can if you guys are interested in that, if you guys want to hear about some female bank robbers, depending on how much information there is out there. That'd be interesting, yeah. Yeah. Our story is taking place in Texas, specifically in North Richland Hills. So we're dealing with the North North Richland Hills Police Department. Between 1998 and 2003, 
between Oklahoma, Texas, and Kansas, this person that we're speaking of, the bank robber, was robbing all of these banks. And he got away with just about Mm $300,000, which, again, we talked about over the years, inflation and stuff. What year is this again? I'm sorry. 98 to 2003. Okay. In 2003, in Watuga, Texas, Mark Long was robbing a bank and sped away. And while driving away, he was speeding, and Captain Jeff Garner attempted to pull him over. So Mark Long starts shooting at Jeff Garner, and so he returns fire, and he just shoots into the Jeep that Mark Mm -hmm. Long was driving. He's driving a red Jeep. Captain Garner says that he believes that Mark Long was trying to run him over during this back-and-forth fire. Mm -hmm. Now, this does end up being the last robbery, just about the last robbery he commits, because this was when he stopped robbing banks. Mm -hmm. And then in uh, 2011, he began working for the local news station, KOCO News 5 at ABC. He worked in the production department until about August of 2014. So 2003 is when he, this, you know, this incident was his last Uh bank robbery. After this incident, police don't really have much to go on other than the color of his Jeep, uh, and he was using a fake license plate. Now, Captain Garner saw him, Uh so he does end up later picking him out of the lineup recently, but that's all they have at this point is just the the color of the Jeep. They didn't have the bullet casing or anything like that? No? It didn't say that they... Mm, I mean, he got shot in the ankle, so... Oh, yeah. Okay, so... But they had... So he... Can visually identify him then? Yeah. In the vehicle? Yeah. So that's really all they're looking for. Again, he was going back and forth. They didn't realize at the time when they're like looking for this person who shot their officer that he would be the same person that committed all those other bank robberies between 19, what did I say, 98 Mm -hmm. and 2003. And it was between Oklahoma, Texas, and Kansas. So he'd been Mm -hmm. going... Back and forth. Yeah, that, that's a quick jaunt, too, to get to all those places. Yeah, they're all really close. There was really no DNA. Well, there from, was no evidence. Right, from Dallas, Fort Worth area, right. Yeah, so there was, like, no evidence that they were going off of, really, other than this incident where the police officer knew it was a yeah. red Jeep. Yeah, I, that's weird. The cop saw it, and they probably, once he called that in, someone shooting at the cops, I, I know... Everybody stopped what they were doing and started going that way. So I'm surprised they didn't catch him. Yeah. And they try and go after him pretty hard. So this is just going to continue to be a cold case, like the bank robberies and then the shooting also, because Mm -hmm. they just have nothing other than, you know, the color of his Jeep. Mm -hmm. So in 2015, Detective Eric Whitlock takes over and connects the suspect from the robbery where Captain Garner was shot to seven other robberies between those years because the suspect was wearing a very specific disguise in Arlington, Tulsa, and Watuga. A cowboy hat, fake mustache, and an earpiece for communication. So they they had, like, the footage, I guess, mm-hmm. or and witnesses, and so they were able to say, okay, it is Where was the this co- uh, the cop? Where was he from? The one that took over? Yeah. He's from no, the NHRPD. From, oh, what did okay. I say? It was North Richland Hills Police Department. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was the Man, same police like department. Man, seems like we've had a Detective Whitlock in another in another case. <laughs> it does seem like a common name. Yeah. So, okay, what year was this now? 2015. 
And oh, wait a minute, not a detective, FBI, right? Or is the FBI involved? Well, yet? it says detective. It said yeah, detective Eric Whitlock of the NHRPD. NHR. I'm so confused. Who's investigating it? Yeah, I think both. Yeah. Okay. I I think so. I think the FBI is investigating the the robberies, but yeah. then. You know, the police department is investigating the shooting of this police officer. Uh, but yeah, they yeah, still yeah, have yeah, the yeah, files, gotcha, gotcha, right? Like, yeah, they yeah, can yeah, still gotcha, look gotcha. into it. No, that makes sense. You're absolutely right. There's, so, there's someone shot at the police officer. Yeah, yeah. So after the, the, the he was shot, the police officer, Garner, Garner, was shot. Like, they obviously figured out that was the guy that was robbing that bank. So and then how did they, they connect it to other bank robberies? The disguise that the that he was wearing. that oh, Who we so now someone, know as Mark Long so was someone, wearing. Like some detective just decided to piece it all together and say, hey, let's look at the disguise that, that they were and said, hey, it's all connected. Yeah, I don't really know why it took them this yeah. long, that this long. This is weird. To, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is also, this is going to be a short one. This is, I, it has to do with genetic genealogy. Okay. And it wasn't murder. So I was like, <laughs> this is a good one to do. Okay, cool. But there really wasn't a whole lot of information. So right. this is, I'm going off of articles and. All right. So in 2018, they run DNA. So I guess they did have DNA. See, I don't know. I again, I got this all from article I, articles, and even I think I found one press release, but that was it. But they ran DNA, but there was no match in any system that they checked. And then in 2020, surveillance footage is released to the public. Mm-hmm. I said finally in my notes. Also, composite drawings of what the man could have looked like in 2003, along with a $13,000 reward for information leading to who shot Officer Garner in 2003. So in 2020, like they're still trying to find who shot their own police officer, right? Their co-worker. Uh, where the heck do they have DNA from? Maybe one of the other robberies? One of the bullets? Did they take one of the bullets, I guess? Did he leave a mask or touch something? You don't have that information? So the list of evidence that I have is... Oh, I do have it right here. I'm reading my notes. I messed up my notes. I'm sorry. My apologies. DNA was left at one of the seven banks. How? That's all Doesn't it said. Say? Yeah. Okay, so... Probably So this DNA. the bank where he shot this cop is not where they had the DNA from. Now somebody's... In 2015, now somebody's putting said, Hey, let's look at these as one suspect because we have a, a matching description and now they start comparing they say hey we have at one of the seven banks we have some dna let's send the dna in now yep okay i'm sorry my i have the evidence portion at the bottom of yeah. all the notes i normally yeah. put it in the middle yeah what'd you do so you messed me up here. yeah i'm sorry okay. i messed this one up that's my fault guys <laughs> <It's> okay <laughs> so all they had really was dna was left at one of the seven banks um, so that's the DNA that they run in 2018, but they have no match. And then in 2020 is when they decide to release the surveillance footage. So they do end up ha- they do have surveillance footage, uh, which is probably where they got his uh, disguises from, right? Mm-hmm. So OSBI gets involved in the last couple of years when police submit DNA for genetic genealogy testing. So they didn't have a profile when they sent it in. Like a DNA profile or a profile? Yeah, DNA profiler. profile. It, yeah, it just said that they tested the DNA and that nothing came back. So okay. they have like the sample, but they don't okay. have like male, female, whatever. Okay. So December 14th of 2021, DNA came back from genetic genealogy testing that Mark Allen Long was whose DNA was left at 
one of the bank robberies crime scenes. What year was that again? Twenty last year, a few last months year. ago. So oh, <laughs> December fourteenth. So, so the first one was th- they probably checked CODIS then in two thousand eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. It said yeah. that they they checked multiple systems. Multiple, okay. All so right. I maybe they did the familial so, searching because yeah. it did say multiple systems were checked and nothing right. came back. But so the genetic genealogist gets involved and identifies an individual. Yeah. And I tried to find how they got there. You know how like we like to talk about that, which uh-huh. family member, but it didn't have any of that information either. So April of this year, police went undercover and went to Oklahoma where Mark Long was mm-hmm. living to connect DNA. They follow him to a restaurant and that's where they pick up DNA from him to test. And after the DNA comes back as a match is when they serve a search warrant and search his house and find all of the evidence and that is when Officer Garner is able to identify him. So inside of his house, you'll you'll never get. Hold on, how, how they? Let me back up for a quick second. How what did they say? What they collected or how they collected the DNA? No, but they were at a Just restaurant. Just from a restaurant, yeah. So they probably picked up a cop. We talked yeah. about this before, and then we're talking about how fast that happened. But that took some time, probably before they could go execute a search warrant. Yeah, so he was identified December of 2021, so literally just this last December. And then in April is when they went undercover. Okay, all right. Yeah, and all of this just came out just a few weeks ago. They went undercover to his house? To Oklahoma, where he was living, Living, and they followed him around, and they followed him to a restaurant and collected his DNA there, yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. That was in what, when? April of this year, just like last month. Jennifer, March, April. Oh, 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 yeah, no, yeah, this right, month. right. So, so I'm sorry. Is it April right now? Yes. So this month. Right. So they it took yeah. them. Okay, how long did it take them to get the the profile then? From December to April. Okay. You mean to oh, get December, who it was? Jennifer, March, April. So four months. December it took, is yeah. when the genetic genealogist. Identify, identify him. him. Yeah. When, when did they get the lab work? When did they? When did the genetic genealogist get the lab work? Do you know? Oh, when did they send it to them? Yeah. No. Okay, I'm just trying to because we're going through quick, and I'm just trying between to between 2020 and December 20. Yeah. Okay. So like so a took, year, roughly a year. So is it what probably it, took. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense because it takes that's that long. That's what it's been taking all right. in all of these cases right. this year. So they don't highlight that in this case, and and. Uh, the stuff that they had to go through and they said, okay, this is, this is the guy. And, and obviously the guy probably lived in the area. Was he live in Oklahoma or he lives Oklahoma? I guess the, the geographic area is, is spread a little bit wide because of all the different, um, Texas, uh, Oklahoma. Yeah. So, so now the police are going up there and they're following him and they grab his DNA because they're going to confirm. So, okay. And they haven't done that yet. They haven't gotten it back yet. I get, I promise you. It did come back as a match. What was it, like in two days to get that done? Yeah. Really? Because then okay. they go to search his house. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's what I was yeah, That's it, what I was trying to slow us down for to, let, to remind our listeners that these things just don't happen overnight. Right. But, but the apparently DNA did. matching did come back real fast. Oh, okay. And so they're able to get a search warrant for his house. So that okay. that's what I was saying. We're not communicating well today. <laughs> no, we, you, we're doing just fine. I'm just... So... And this is a good example, right? So they're not going in to do the subject interview, right? They, they, the, they got the lead, and then they followed him. Then they picked up his DNA, 
and we talked about many times how they do that. They send it to the lab, and it comes back as a match. So now they have probable cause to do to write up the search warrant. So they're doing it good. They're doing right. it right. So, okay. So what they find at the house is interesting. And again, we always say we like it when criminals are idiots. Stupid, right? <laughs> yeah. So you would think after all those bank robberies, he had all this money. Yeah. And would. then he worked for a news station for a lot of years. Yeah. You would think he'd get a different car or at least get a vehicle with bullet holes fixed. Oh, my gosh. He has the same he car. He had the that, same red Jeep with the gunshots. And this is years shots. and years yes. now. Yes. Oh, my God. What a stupid From idiot. 2003 to 2022, he never got that red Jeep fixed. So it still had the gunshot bullet, the, like the bullet holes in it from where Captain Garner shot. And he was driving it as his daily driver? It wasn't. It didn't oh, say so that. At least they had it in the garage. But it was what sitting a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. my gosh. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> right? The gun that was used to shoot Captain Garner in that? Was also inside the house. Oh my gosh, man! This slam dunk. His well, disguises yeah. were also found inside the house. Well, he didn't get rid of anything. <laughs> he didn't get rid of it. And as far as we know, 2003 was the last time he had committed any bank robbery. Wow. Yeah. Um. And then, like I said, we have the video surveillance footage. Those cops yeah. must have been excited when he they kept found everything. all that. And so then, because of this, they show they do do a photo lineup with Jeff Garner, Captain Jeff uh -huh. Garner, and he was able to identify Mark in a photo lineup. So Man, he, all, all he those able, years he was able to do that. Yeah, from two thousand three to twenty twenty two. How many years is that? That's almost twenty well, years. That's nineteen years. Nineteen wh years. What is it? Nineteen years. How is that nineteen years? Away? What 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 year? Twenty three to twenty twenty two. 19, right? 17. 2002? What? Next year would be 20 years. What? What's the first year? 2003. What? Oh, 2003. So do 2022, subtract 19, yeah. yeah wow. 19. Wow. <laughs> Doing math Yeah, we are math on, on the air. <laughs> our, our favorite thing to do. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Math didn't on even the air. as much math when I did hair. <laughs> We're gonna get T-shirts. Math on the air. No, you. It's uh, in public. Yeah, math I said in public. That to yeah, Grammy math too in the other public. Day. Yeah. <laughs> so then, April tenth, twenty twenty-two, the day before they are set to go to arrest him, they're gonna. They're planning on mm -hmm. arresting him. They have the warrant. They're gonna go arrest yeah. him. April eleventh, April tenth. Well, wait a minute. They, so they searched his health. Wasn't he there with them? That was unclear. Oh, okay. All right. So they, they searched his house, took all the evidence. They're going to go back and analyze the evidence just for yeah, the audience yeah, yeah. just to know what's going on. Okay, so now they're going to go arrest him. So April 10th, though, is the day before they're planning on arresting mm -hmm. him. He's found dead under a cell phone tower in Oklahoma City. Shot himself? It, it, he looks like he jumped off the... Oh, jumped off? Or something. So, jumped off? Yeah, I didn't say there was any, like, wounds all right, or anything. That's um, guilty as charged. Yeah, so they were going to charge him with aggravated robbery and attempted capital murder of a police officer in two counts of robbery. No, b so bank robbery, right? That's federal offense. Aggravated robbery, yeah, and okay. then two counts of robbery, and then attempted capital murder of a police officer. Wow. All right. Well, we won't be yeah. paying for that prison. And I tried to, um, I tried to find out what the minimum and maximum of those those charges would be yeah. in the state of Oklahoma. 
but I had a very hard time finding that. For, it just kept telling me, like, in general, like, mm-hmm. in the entire United y- yeah. States, generally what yeah, that would be. Yeah, because the judges have some discretion, so. Yeah, so I had a hard time. I couldn't find necessarily. And then I found, like, for Kansas. It would have been a while. Me, for most everything I found said that at least capital murder of a police officer was life. Yeah, yeah. That he's going, so. He could have went for a long time, yeah. Although, Texas, you know, we, we mm-hmm. talked about Texas likes the death penalty for capital murder, so. Yeah, yeah. You know. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's a simple one. Um, yeah, it, I'm sorry. It was kind of some details. Yeah, it was it was a short. No. The only reason I was interested in it is because it was a genetic genealogy helping to solve a bank robbery. And an officer was shot, obviously. So it wasn't just a bank robbery, but it was, you What's know, the we guy's name again. Mark Long. And we had we hadn't really dove into genetic genealogy, really solving anything other than you know, missing John Doe and then murders. So it was interesting to get that info. Like, hey, you guys, this this stuff can also solve, you know, other crimes too. Yeah, and then like in, in a lot of these like smaller ones, all of the articles from all of the news stations are like copied and pasted. Like none of these like reporters, news reporter people are writing their own authentic thing. They just like literally copy and paste word for word. Mm-hmm. And so I yeah. read the same article 12 times and I'm yeah. like, are you serious? Do you guys not write for a living? I don't know. I have a friend who went to school for like she did a lot of journalism stuff. I'm going to have to ask her. Well, they, what don't, they were taught. They don't tell you, um, you know, they skip through some things. But we've done enough of these cases that we know that, you know, the that Whitlock, Detective Whitlock took it over. And he says, OK, what do we have here? We have some DNA from one of the. um one of the bank robberies and it was in 2018 let's, and we're trying to identify right and we're trying to identify a bad guy so let's let's send that in so they send that into the lab and the lab probably associated with the genealogist too the lab tests it and gets the profile and then the genealogist starts backtrack and that took about a year which that's i think about normal in our cases yeah and then they you know, the police are doing their background investigation on on the individual. You know, does he live in the area? You know, what kind of cars does he have? They probably knew he had that car registered to him, too. And and then they go and surveil him, get his DNA, and then confirm. And apparently his DNA came back right away. Yeah. So I like the fact that they went ahead and, and got probable cause, for, you know, signed an affidavit for the... Uh, uh, the search warrant, and then oh my god, that's that was such a smart move. They probably go in there. Ah, there'll be, not, there'll be nothing here. But remember, I talked about crime scenes, right? You know, mm-hmm. you got to go to the crime scene, even if, you don't know what you're gonna get there, right? Mm-hmm. You have to go to the crime scene if there's a crime scene, or like I guess his, his house isn't necessarily a crime scene, but it's where he could st- store evidence of the crime, right? Which he kept everything. And they got there and they go mother load. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was. I there's no way he was driving that car for his everyday. Yeah, no, he probably put it away and thought, "I'll just someday I'll get rid of it," and he never <sighs> worried about it, right? Yeah, like could have at least gotten it fixed yeah. with all the. He had all that money, so there's no statute limitations then either, probably. In this one, no. Remember yeah. we talked about in the yeah. last one, there yeah. was a cu- a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, this one, no, there was. All right, cool. None of that. Yeah, it was it was similar because the member of the police officer was shot in the last one too. Yeah, yeah. But he unfortunately died of his wounds. This just this yeah. last year. Oh yeah. So again, I don't know. I'm sorry if this this is 
No, it's cool. It wasn't a. I, I thought it was interesting because of the genetic genealogy tie into yeah. a bank robbery. Uh-huh. And it's. I think it's important for people to know everything that genetic genealogy can solve to maybe encourage some more research, encourage you to upload your DNA if you choose to go that route, you know? Well, the other thing is... Like, it's not many, just murderers and... How many places you leave your DNA? Remember, we talked about that, right? This wasn't like an assault where you're guaranteed to leave your DNA. This is a bank robbery. They touched right. something, dropped a mask, dropped something that that left the DNA. So th- there it is. You're leaving DNA everywhere you go. You know my argument that maybe someday we're not going to have a right to privacy because we walk around spitting it all over the place, you know? Well, that's... Yeah, men do that a lot. I don't understand why. No, just but now saying, talking, you're spitting stuff out. Right, but in general, think about that. Men have a tendency to spit a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. There's, like, spit puddles everywhere that men are just... You know, I've never seen women do it that often, okay? You know what I mean? Right, but you make it sound like men are running around, and that's why there's a flood, because but men are spitting. No, but what I'm saying is, like, <laughs> but think about the little things that you do like that. When yeah. So the next time you're just spitting everywhere... Well, touching, too, though, you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the little things that people don't think about. Like, I'm yeah. sure guys that people that do that don't think about it mm-hmm. when they're spitting up all of their DNA on the ground. Right. That's all I'm saying. All right, cool. Not not a lot to unpack or, you know, not a big onion to peel back. <laughs> I was just going to say it's not a big onion. Peel, yeah, not a big onion to peel back. So, all right. Maybe that's why we do the podcast, because we sometimes, we <laughs> sometimes <laughs> get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, thank you guys for sticking with us with this one. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. You can go ahead and... It wasn't a hard s- stick. I mean, they, they only had to wait a few minutes, but go ahead. What? <laughs> you said thank you, everybody, for sticking with through this one. Like it was like it was hours long. It wasn't... Go ahead. Never mind. Go ahead. Just go ahead. I, finish. Like, <laughs> are you trying to make a dad joke? Because I don't understand the stick. <laughs> what was the... Never mind. <laughs> finish. People will laugh. Just finish. Finish. Anywho, <laughs> um, we have over 50 episodes at this point for you to bin- download and binge right now wherever you listen to your podcasts. So you can go ahead and do that and follow us on Instagram at True Crime Archives Podcast. That's where we post all of the updates, any behind the scenes, all that good jazz. And then we're also on Twitter at... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Jazz, all that good jazz. Ooh, it's early tonight. All right. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at TC Archives Pod, and we'll be back next week. Tune in next week, then. There will be one next week. <laughs> okay, bye. Later. Later.